the ocean and God Spirit was moving over the water. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. God said, saw that the light was good. So God divided the light form. The darkness God named the light day. And the darkness night, evening passed, and morning came. This was the first day. Then God said, Let there be something to divide the water into. So God made the air to divide the water into some
God said, Look, I have given you all the plants that have green for seeds, and I have given you all the trees whose fruits has have seeds in them, they all will they all be food for you. I have been given all the great plants to all the animals to eat. They will be food for every wild animal, every other air of the air, and every small crawling animal. And it happened. God looked everything he had made. It was very good. He even passed a morning cake. This was the sixth day. <laughs> really proud of Emily because there was a mix-up. She completely read that all on her own without having practiced. So that was really good. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all their multitude. And on the seventh day God finished the work that God had done, and God rested on the seventh day from all the work that God had done. So God blessed the seventh day and hallowed it, because on it God rested from all the work that God had done in creation. These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created. The word of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Galilee. 
They went to the mountain where Jesus told them to go. On the mountain they saw Jesus and worshipped him, but some of them did not believe that it was really Jesus. Then Jesus came to them and said, All power in heaven and on earth is given to me. So go and make followers of all people in the world. Baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to obey everything that I have told you. You can be sure that I will always be with you. I will continue with you until the end of the world. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated, and I, at this time I invite our young and young at heart to come forward for the children's message. Good morning. You guys did a great job reading. That was wonderful. And I did it without even Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of scary sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> Okay, yesterday we were, some of you were here, and we did our Small Seeds Sunday, and um, we talked about some of the things that you read about in the readings today. We talked about what God created. So can somebody tell me one of the things that God created, right? Chickens. Oh, <laughs> chickens, didn't he? Okay, something else. He created animals. Created all the animals, didn't he? Xander? He created plants and trees. Yeah, and you guys drew some of those things out on the parking lot yesterday. Some yeah. of the things that God created. A huge redwood tree, I remember. That was me and yeah. <laughs> Butterflies. You drew butterflies out there and some waves on the I got butterflies. Yeah. Emily, what else did God create? He created fish, and everything that, and water. Okay, anything else? Anybody remember anything else? He created human beings. Ooh. Yeah, he created human <laughs> beings, didn't he? Yeah. And when he created human beings, did he make them all exactly the same? No. No, he didn't. What are some differences in the human beings that he created? What are some things that are Boys different? And girls. Okay, well, let's take turns, okay? Let's <laughs> <laughs> say it. Boys and girls. Okay, so he made boys and girls. What else? How else are human beings different? Thumb prints. Yeah, so their prints on their fingers, their thumbs, and their other fingers are all different. Men and women. Okay, what else is exactly different? Exactly what I did. Some need glasses and some don't. All right. <laughs> some people see better than others. They have to have help. Oh. What are some other differences? Some have different color eyes. Mm -hmm. yeah, different color eyes. Anything else that you can think of? Different sizes. That's right. Even though you might be six years old, you might be a different size than somebody else who's six years old. Huh? Like me and Sandra. Like Austin, Austin's um, um, Austin's six, but he's like this shorter. <laughs> so we're not all the same just because we're the same age, are we? What else? Can you think of some other things that makes us different? Different things 
Some have different hobbies than others. Yeah. What about our skin? Is our skin all the same color? No. No. Some of our, some of our skins are. Even if we all just put our hands here, let's let's put our hands here. Yeah. Is our is our skin all exactly the same color? No. But me and Brady's is. They're close, but they're still different, aren't they? Yeah. They're different. Do we all think but this? yesterday. But you know, in all those differences that we have, God made every single one of us special in our own way. And so, I have a bracelet that I'm going to give you, and can somebody read what this bracelet I says can. on it? I will. Okay. God made me special. That's right, because he made each one of you special. Okay? So, just a minute, just a minute, you're going to get to choose. And then when you get it, I'm going to show you how to open it, and, and we'll help you put it on. And then we're going to say a prayer, okay? Okay, so, what color would you like? Because, you know, another thing, all those things that God made, he made all those things that you said, and what are we as human beings supposed to do with all I those don't... things? And you guys were just doing it up here. What are we supposed to do? Help each other. That's right. And take care of all those things that he made for us. We're supposed to take care of them and help each other, no matter who we are. Okay, let's put our hands together. We're going to say a prayer together. And you're going to repeat after me, okay? Sandra, are you ready? Okay. Dear God. Dear God. Thank you for making everything. Thank you for making everything. All the animals. All the animals. All the environment for the animals to live in. All the environment for the animals to live in. And help us, God. And help us, God. To take care of all the things you made. To take care of all the things you made. Thank you for making us. Thank you for making us. So very special. So very special. Amen. Amen. Okay, thank you for coming up. Okay. Good ordeal. I'm so grateful to our kids for reading that pretty lofty Genesis text this morning. Mm. 
I would have probably ever used. Through most of my life, and sometimes even now, I find myself feeling less than good. Not good enough, often, is the phrasing that comes into my mind. And I look in the mirror, and I sometimes wish I saw someone else looking back. I see my own image and all my imperfections, and I think that it could be a little better, that it's not very good. And Trust me, after being pregnant and having a body that's completely unrecognizable, this is not better. <laughs> I get frustrated with myself with the smallest failures, forgetting to write something down, realizing hours later that maybe something I said I probably shouldn't have said, and then I think about it for days and months, and sometimes I'll look back years away and remember that one thing. And this is nothing new for me. Even in the seventh grade, I got a B on a test, and my poor science teacher had me sobbing at her desk, begging for a chance for extra credit. I have never been good at seeing the good in mistakes or failures. And I often hear a small voice that says, not good enough. I wonder about some of the broken relationships I've had, the ways in which my heart hurts when I think about them. I think about the ways in which I fail to live up to God's commands. That Sometimes loving my neighbor is really, really, really hard, and I'm a pastor. And so to think, even for a moment, with all this baggage, that in me is the image of God. That God looked at humanity, at creation, at me and you, and said, very good. This is an idea that I often struggle with. What does it mean to be made in the image and likeness of God, to be creative, to rule and have responsibility, to be special, to be very good in the eyes of our Lord. Before God created human beings in Genesis 1, first God created everything else. To be made in the image or likeness of God means to be made as creative beings. We create, whether that creating be art or writing or building, and we can look around this church and see so many ways that we are creative whether that be the quilted banners in our sanctuary, in our faith room, in the podium that holds our baptismal font, the cross out in the narthex, or the coloring pages and chalk art our children bring to life. Being made in the image of God means to create. And as God created us, God calls us to be fruitful. In our translation today, it says, have many children and grow in number. But many of us might know these words in the familiar, be fruitful and multiply. And yes, this is obviously, in part, the creative relationships between parents and children, but also the creativity that happens in any relationship. We foster and grow love, nurturing, and care with each other. We are creating relationships with those we are close to, with people here in our church, and hopefully with people outside our church walls. How might we make those relationships fruitful? What joys and new things might we create together? And with this creativity being made in the image and likeness of God, having God made each and every one of us special, it does mean to have responsibility. Our translation says that God created humanity, male and female, that God blessed us, told us to be creative, and told us to rule. To rule over the fish in the sea, over the birds in the sky, to rule over every living thing that moves on earth. And sometimes we forget
forget that to rule, to have dominion, means that we also have a responsibility to care for that, that which we rule over. And it's something that we often fail at. We fail to care, to steward. But as God rules over all of us, over all of creation, God cares for us. And so, as images of God, we too are given responsibility to care for our planet, to care for the creation that God has entrusted to us, and we don't always do the best at that. I know I sometimes struggle to get the right recycling into the right bin. And I know that this topic is often politicized or made into a partisan issue, but the responsibility we are given in the image of God as caretakers for our creation, it's not partisan, it's just the truth. As God made us creative, God gave us responsibilities, made us stewards, of our planet, of our earth, to rule over the sea and sky, and in ruling we are called to care, in whatever way we are able. For you, this might be trying to recycle or compost, it might be picking up a piece of trash you find on the ground, or maybe this responsibility is calling you into something bigger. But each and every one of us is made special and is made different, and just as we are made special, we have different gifts, and we can participate in this responsibility in different ways. As God made the earth and the sky and all living things, as God made us in the image of the divine, God calls us to share creativity and to share responsibility, not just for the planet, but for each other. You can't go very far in scripture without seeing God's command to love our neighbor, to care for those who are weak, poor, or hungry. God calls us to see the image of God in those around us. To remember that the person on the street struggling with addiction or mental illness is in fact made in the image of God, that there are sparks of divinity within them, that to feed and clothe him or her means to feed and clothe an image of God, and in doing so, to show love to our Creator. To remember that the person of a different faith, ethnicity, orientation, social class, nationality, anything, whether you have different colored eyes, or you have different things in your home, that they too are still made in the image of God. That to create space in our lives and community for him or her, it means to create space for an image of God, and in doing so, to show love to Jesus. To remember that one person who drives you absolutely bonkers, who says things that frustrate you or make you upset, that that person, that person too is made in the image of God. That to forgive them means to forgive an image of God, and in doing so, to show love to the Holy Spirit. When we see the image of God in each other, we remember that God created each and every one of us special, that each and every one of us holds a spark of the divine, and that we are called to love one another, to care for one another, and in doing so, we love and care for the image of God, for our Creator, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And just as each and every one of us is made special, is made different, just as each and every one of us has different gifts, we can participate in this responsibility in different ways. And none of this is easy. I don't know if it was ever meant to be, but either way, knowing that what happened with Adam and Eve and original sin, since that moment, all of our responsibilities become more difficult. It becomes harder. And we all have things about ourselves that we see and have a hard time believing is good. All of us have failed in our creativity. We have put ourselves down. Many of us have broken relationships. All of us have failed in our responsibilities both to God's creation and to our neighbor. But God looks at us, and God doesn't see our imperfections. 
God doesn't see our failures. God sees the beautiful creation that God has made. God sees you, and it's very good. And so even when we fail, when we fail to be creative in healthy ways, when we fail in our relationships, when we fail to care for our planet, and especially when we fail to care for our neighbors and ourselves, God still sees us. God still finds joy in us. Even when we find ourselves to be broken sinners, God gives us Jesus. Jesus takes our failed responsibilities, our imperfections, our sins, and on the cross, Jesus sees us and makes us very good. On the cross, Jesus dies because in us is the image of God. Jesus dies because God loves you so much. Each and every one of us whom God made special, Jesus dies for you so that you can know that you are forgiven. And Jesus rises from the dead, leaves that tomb. Jesus overcomes sin and failure and even death so that you can know that God made you. And you are, we are, more than good enough. God sees us, and it's very good. After Jesus has risen, he adds one more responsibility to what it means to be made in the image of love and relationship. In the image of our God, Creator, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, we are called to share this forgiveness. We are called to share this love. We are called to share this incredible gift with others. Jesus tells his followers to go out and share with the world to baptize in the name of God, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, to teach others about the love we have been given. And we can do this because we are each made special. We are each made in the image of God because Jesus empowers us, because Jesus makes us good enough, because we are not alone in this. Jesus says, you can be sure that I will be with you always. I will continue with you until the end of the world. We are not alone. We are not alone in our creativities, in our responsibilities, or in our call to share. Jesus is with us. We are with each other. And each and every one of us is an image of God. And God looked at everything God had made, and it was very good. Amen. Amen.